Hey, it's Chris Jones with The Jones Zone, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Jones Zone at Keller Williams Realty. That's right. We sponsor our own podcast. So if you know of anybody looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential real estate in the Charlotte, Rock Hill, Fort Mill area, have them connect with us on their favorite platform. Enjoy the show. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Count me down. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Dennis, amazing job counting someone down. Brian's not here today, and it helps me kind of... uh, clear my mind and get started on the right foot, so I appreciate that. Uh, today we are here with Dennis Ostrander and Chris Griffin with Border Magic Palmetto Proscapes. They specialize in personalized boulders for both residential landscape uses as well as commercial business signage. Uh, they do landscape boulders, commercial business signage, signage benches, flagpoles, fire pits, plaques, you dream it and they design it. Guys, welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Good to have you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, good to see you. Thank you. All right, so um, that was a quick, brief introduction, but if you don't mind, uh, why don't you guys share a little bit of your personal story, some of your professional background, and then how you guys got started with Palmetto Proscapes. Dennis, you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. Our, uh, actually, both mine and Chris's background are in the healthcare field. Uh, we're both in the physical therapy field been there for 18 and 20 something years respectively and uh, we were looking to make a change we saw some changes coming in the insurance world and um, you know some of what we did was being dictated by insurances and uh, we wanted to do something and continue with the customer service aspect but uh, be in control of our own business and decisions so uh, you know I have a, a little bit of a construction background when I was younger Chris grew up on a farm and uh, you know being outdoors for the both of us is uh, ideal are you guys from here? I'm from locally from Waxhaw, so I pretty much oh, okay. spent my entire life in this this community area. Yeah. What about you, Dennis? Upstate New York. There you go. All yeah. right. What brought you guys down here? In-laws. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They say a happy wife is a happy life, so uh, <laughs> yeah. here I am. All right. Um, so, Chris, what about you? You got you were PT, and how'd yeah. you, what made you get into that? Well, um, when I was growing up, sports was really what I wanted to, to be in my life. I had a lot of friends playing baseball, and uh, so I wanted to go to college to play baseball. I got injured, um, so I went to school locally here and um, went to school, fall of PT program. I uh, had plenty of friends playing baseball in the minors, and they, they said, you know what, you need to get a job. So, uh, so I went through PT school, um, luckily enough to work in a small private practice uh, at a Rock Hill for... 20-something years uh, I was sold but uh, had the opportunity to get mentored very well by a couple of owners and then uh, when they decided to sell their business I took over and got to run the business for a very uh, long time and you know we were a customer service based uh, practice and um, you know uh, that's something that's still important to me and we felt like that uh, I wanted to get out and be able to own a business and provide customer service which is not quite as uh, often seen these days, so to speak. So as a result, um, Dennis was a good uh, counterpart to me and he complimented me. And so uh, we kind of turned around and here we are today. <laughs> All right. So were you guys uh, physical therapists in the same office? Is that how you met? No, no. Uh, I was working in one clinic. Chris was working in another, in another and we were co-workers. 
Um, I still have a business up in New York, a physical therapy business with my older brother up there, but uh, came down here. He was a clinic director and I was a clinic director. And we so you guys would see each other like at conferences or what do you mean by coworkers? Clinic director meetings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping up with policies and statutes and stuff, all the fun stuff. And that's where we are today. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Um, all right. So help us out here. Physical therapist, that's, that's not something that's easy to get into, right? You go to, what do you get? You get an undergrad degree and then what? Fairly competitive to get into. Um, right now it's a doctoral program. Um, no kidding. When I went through it, it was a master's, so, uh, but now it's a doctorate program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, same for you, pretty much? Did you? I actually have a physical therapy assistant degree, which okay. locally for me was through one of the local community colleges. And, um, you know, I had a chance to reevaluate whether I wanted to go on to PT school. And fortunately for me, I had some people mentoring me, and then I had opportunities to do some travel and some education uh, for computerized testing equipment. And I decided that that was the best route for me to go. And then being mentored, got to be a clinic director and, and then kind of uh, move into that role, which worked out really well for me. Awesome. Chris talks about kind of being, uh, you know, a, a, we have we complement each other with our skills. You know, as I took over the market, he was one of the clinic directors that I oversaw. And he knew the P&Ls, the profit and loss statements. He knew his numbers like no other. So... It was a uh, no-brainer to go into business with them. Yeah, you need somebody's got to do it. And Brian and I, I don't know how we get by. Good Lord. We don't know what we're doing with the numbers. We try our best. It's like, man, what, what, what do we spend on this or what do we do on this? It's, 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 it's interesting, to say the least. Um, all right, so here you guys are, your physical therapists. Successful careers, over a decade each, I assume. Hardworking. And you decide... We're getting out of this. How did you come across Palmetto ProScapes? Like, it's such a 180. How'd you guys get there? You know, we were looking. We knew we were going to do a business together. We were looking into it. This is a franchise. Um, And who approached who on that? Like, did you say, dude, I'm so fed up with PT. I've got to do something different. And then, Chris, you were like... (laughs) <laughs> or not I'll, I'll take, Chris, you I'll like take me the blame too. for that because, uh, you know it's, it's it's unfortunate sometimes as a as a PTA sometimes you your value sometimes may not be as credited as much as it could and you know for me I wanted to do what's right for our customers the insurance industry and other entities were kind of pushing you in a different direction that was maybe outside of my comfort zone I wanted to be a customer service based I wanted to educate my patients if they need to come for three visits to get their physical therapy and be educated and then you know have a home program management that's what i wanted to do and you know sometimes that's not necessarily the avenue that uh, everybody wants you to pursue and take so from that perspective i just said you know what i need to have something that i can call the shots in Uh, i like being outdoors i wanted to do something to help my family and so i just told dennis hey this is something that i'm interested in and um, I'm thinking about it, you know, and he actually then jumped on board, if you will, saying, you know what, I think that's a decent idea. That's really cool, man. That's that's pretty unique. I mean, how did you guys have the confidence in each other? I mean, other than like what you knew already, were you guys buddies? I mean, did you guys go golfing together or anything like that? No, just work work uh, acquaintances and kind of build from there. <laughs> All right. So how did you come upon... Palmetto ProScapes, like, like, you know, I mean, it's totally different. I mean, who had that idea? We, uh, you know what, we were looking into a couple of different businesses, and uh, 
my wife actually turned us on to the concrete decorative border and edging and that's the primary uh, product that we put out um, you know we just got done with a job this morning and came over this way but um, she had a college friend whose husband that was look was looking into it and then we started looking into it and it uh, you know it, it was nice to look and, and have a concrete product no pun intended <laughs> as opposed to that uh, abstract uh, are you feeling better are you getting better and the multiple variables that go into that yeah. in physical therapy alright so um, let's get into it then so let's talk about your products and services products and services excuse me what all do you guys actually do I mean what are we talking about here the uh, border magic which is kind of our decorative concrete border it is for utilized around flower beds and things of that nature so it's a monolithic pour kind of concrete that we extrude out of a uh, machine we mix concrete on site and we roll it to the area so it's minimally invasive as far as you know messing up someone's yard we extrude it out and then we hand pack it stamp it uh, texture it. we get to be creative we get to be artistic uh, the biggest reason why it was a big, um, let's say, a, a draw for me was anything that I want to do, I want to return on my investment. And, you know, Clemson University has done a study that a well-landscaped uh, yard can actually return 6 to 7% of their property value by doing that. So for me to be able to provide a service and good customer service and then in the end be able to have somebody who has a return on their investment, uh, that was a no-brainer for me. So part of what we do is being able to add money back to someone's pocket by adding value and uh, beauty to their, their curve escape, uh, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, Clemson University, that doesn't surprise me. that they got all sorts of awesome programs. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's true too. I mean, it, of course it, it adds to the... the value of the property in the yard when it looks nice like that what are some you mentioned flower beds what are some of the products that you guys typically do like I know big boulders and out by the pool and stuff like that I mean what, what all what all are you guys capable of doing for us it's basically uh, it could be any size we can make them from what you know we would say a pebble size boulder which is not a pebble but uh, and then we can make them as large as a as we really want to make but basically what we do is we have the customer look at colors, samples, sizes, uh, shapes. We have the ability to carve those out. We imprint those with uh, whatever stamps that we may have cut. They may be college logos. They may be you know, a family's name. They may be an address. It may be a business sign. So we just take that. We create a proof, put it on uh, paper, and then we go at uh, designing it. So uh, it's unique, it's individual, it's not anything that you're gonna find someplace else and we can make the shapes and we build them in our shop and then we take them on site and put them in uh, place. They can be directional signs, they can be business signs, they can be uh, just something that you have in your art just to personalize who you are and where you live. Some of the other things that complement the decorative border or the landscaping stuff as well as flagpoles, custom flagpoles, um, benches, garden benches. We did uh, three benches for an HOA in a local community uh, for their pocket parks. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the other uh, uh, fire pits. We've done a, done a couple of fire pits and they, they're gas, they're propane, but you can customize them however you want. It is, uh, it's an ideal product because it can be so customizable. Is that kind of the biggest thing that you see is someone putting like their family's name on it or their college logo? And... 
from the boulder side of it, you know, when you're talking about residential, that's the thing. You know, for us, it's a tag piece, if you will, uh, or when somebody purchases a new home, you know, it's something to put their stamp on it. So whether it be something they personally do or, again, being in the real estate market as a real estate agent, that may be something that, uh, you know, you would pursue as, hey, here's a gift from Keller Williams or me particularly, and, you know, they've got something that's in their, uh, their flower bed or wherever they may choose. So, Do they need to provide what you guys stamp and design or do you guys have like a warehouse full of rocks and stuff <laughs> we, we custom make each one for that client so they tell us what they're looking for if we don't have that stock uh, that stamp in stock or or that logo or whatnot we will get something cut and imprinted what about like the actual rock itself? see that's a, a lot of people when they go our product is one of those you got to see it and feel it or touch it so to speak they're all they're made by us um, they're custom designed there we don't go buy these we don't go dig these out of the ground uh, we actually build them to have the thickness the shape the coloration to make it look like a natural piece so everything that we do is artsy and crafty this is not going to the uh, quarry and digging up a piece of it and bringing it back and etching it in and most people don't realize that that's what we do until we go through that process that is amazing rewind that one more time you you basically build your own rocks out of what sand cement some proprietary additives that keep that stuff together and allow you to work the material wow you know we have a, a franchisee out west that is potentially working on a 60 to eighty thousand pound boulder um, you know that deal isn't done yet but I mean the the sky's the limit with the size the shape or the functionality of it what you're looking for this is just a huge developer that you know is really looking for a massive entrance piece to his community and so you know he's looking for something massive and he was gonna potentially bring in stones and have something done but now they've stumbled upon what we're capable of doing with uh, with boulder designs and so that's an avenue that they're pursuing to be able to do that. They're talking about, you know, putting what, planters within the, the boulder itself and cactuses, cacti, I guess. Cacti, if it's <laughs> plural. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you, so are these lasers? Like, what, how, how, are, how are you guys coming up with these designs and templates and all that sort of stuff? Like, there, it's a digital. It's a digital logo. It's a digital um, file that we will then get to our. Um, our counterpart who will cut this stuff for us. Okay, so it's not like a paint, it's more of like an engraving type of deal or? What it is is that, you know, if we get a vector file or a JPEG or something of that nature, they send that to us, we provide it to the people and then it's either laser cut or it's metal cut with a plasma cutter, uh, the shape, the size, and then we get that. As we construct the stone, we're actually imprinting this while it's wet, so we're actually embedding it. Then we do go back and hand paint all the designs that we put in it. So there's a lot of artistic work that goes into it, a lot of time and effort and labor uh, to get to the, end, the finished product. It takes us about three weeks to go through that process. Concrete in general takes four weeks to cure, but for us to go through the right process, it takes us about three weeks to make each individual boulder that we make. And really, the you know, and it's not, it, it can vary from there too. We just went and put a, um, we did a fireman's prayer on a local fire department rock, which is about four feet by three feet, four feet by four feet. Um, and then they wanted the um, name of the fire station on the back and we did that in metal and put that into the rock. We screwed that onto the rock and they have the fireman's prayer on one side and the, the fire station, station one on the opposite side in metal. That's pretty I mean, it, cool. It doesn't have to just be imprinted, painted. It can be metal put into the rock or that, that sticks out from the rock. There's a 
really the sky's the limit with what, if you can imagine it, you know, one of his old coworkers wanted a turtle on the rock. This was, I give him a lot of credit because he took the lead on this and uh, she took broken plates, put them on a piece of masking, uh, uh, a large piece of masking Plates tape. like from the kitchen cabinets that broke? Yeah. Oh, okay. And colored a, a, a turtle shaped it on masking tape, he embedded it in the stone, let it set, and then took the masking tape off, and there is that rock with a, with a turtle with ceramic plates. Ceramic plates and tiles, that was just kind of how it, you know, kind of was, and, and it looks really, it looked really, really good. I mean, she put a lot of effort into it, but it's one of those things, they dream it up, and we try to go with it. You know, we've had, uh, along with the granite work that we can do, we can get pictures and images of, of people or pets or things of that nature etched into granite and then we can embed that granite in our stone so they can be pet memorials, they can be actual gravestone memorials. Yeah, um, it just very, gives us there's so much flexibility in what we have the ability to do. It's a much cheaper alternative to a, gra a, a granite gravestone. Yeah, I feel like people would be pleasantly surprised at what all you guys can come up with. It, you know, talking about it, it's tough because, you know, marketing for us, unless people touch it, feel it, see it, you know, because pictures do it justice, but until they feel it, push it, move it, and realize it is it is the weight and feel of real stone, you know, they just don't get it. Yeah. Do you guys do a lot of patio pavers, like uh, walking out to the pool or anything like that? We do stepping stones. Uh -huh. um, not the primary part of our business, but um, we've done a couple of houses in Mason's Bend. It's a local, well, you're familiar yeah, with Yeah, yeah. You know? um, very cool, man. What is kind of the smallest thing that you've done, and what's the biggest thing that you've done? From a boulder perspective? Uh, yeah, there's just any, like, yeah, because you mentioned flower beds earlier, so it got, kind of got me curious. As... Flower beds, I mean, you know, we generally, we generally try to do flower beds that are, you know, anywhere from around 50 feet. I mean, we have done some that have been smaller than that. Um, but, you know, it, we've had 350 foot jobs where it's just a, a line and, and there's no limit to that. I mean, we had someone who did a whole um, apartment community, which was over 20,000 linear feet uh, it took them three months to be able to do that so uh, it just is a matter of from the border side of it uh, we generally are doing flower beds that are about 50 feet to probably on average 150 to 180 feet that's kind of the range that we do on a basis but we do have customers that have several hundred to you know as much as 350 feet that we've done from that perspective good grief um, you touched on it a little bit already in terms of the timeline so when you guys go out to do to quote a job, like from quote to completion, what are you what are you looking at on average? I know it depends on the job, obviously, but if it's border work, uh, the decorative concrete border, uh, we can quote that in half hour to an hour, and then we would generally be done within a day. Once we get there, set up, put it down, and the nice thing is, you know, we end up extruding it out of the machine. It's a a continuous pour, which is one monolithic piece, so. Grass can't grow through it. You know, it's not getting shifted by uh, by dirt. But so, what do you mean by border work? The decorative concrete border. Okay. When we go out and do that, we're generally wrapping up a job in a day, two at the most. Think in terms of instead of you know you go to Lowe's or Home Depot and you buy the metal edging or the plastic edging that you put around to try to retain you know your mulch in your flower bed yeah. or to try to be a separating point. Ours is actually a, a, a concrete monolithic pour that we actually pour on site. 
and we, we make the flower beds the shapes that we want and so therefore you've got a solid piece of concrete product that's there that is going to be there. Our product, uh, we actually have a 10 year warranty on our product which is a way above uh, the standard in this area. A lot of people, you know, you get a one year warranty. Well, ours comes with a 10 year warranty with our product which then again means we're going to stand behind the work that, that we actually do. So you know, we're trying to help people be able to define their beds, be able to keep the grasses from particularly people going with warm season grasses in this area. Uh, where they've got um, stuff growing into their flower beds, it keeps it out, and then on the other side, it keeps the mulch in. Yeah, um, <laughs> very interesting stuff. Do you guys do anything with pools at all? We do some border around pools. We'll do boulders within a pool area. Um, you know, there are there are people that have um, you know asked about uh, you know making dive rocks. You know, something where you get a big rock that you kind of make, oh, yeah. and then instead of having a diving board, you know, you've got a rock that is actually made and you know placed in place. You know, for for that particular purpose. So that is a uh, an option that uh, with the right planning and, and things of that nature can be done. How did your when you guys first started? How did your uh, wives and your family members uh, think about? quitting the PT it sounds like yours was a little supportive oh I think they both were you know they're both they both were pretty much like just do what makes you happy and make it work pretty much for me particularly I mean I know that's definitely the case I mean my wife you know she um, she's always supportive she knows she knows that I'm analytical about things you know I put thought into it so at that point in time it's like you know what if it's going to give us the freedom as a family to be able to do more things and you're going to be happy um, I want to do that she was excited about it because you know, she loves to do painting and things of that nature, so it actually gave her the ability to do something that supported and helped the business. Uh, so, no drawbacks, uh, only excitement, very supportive. So, I'm, I feel fortunate to have that uh, be my particular case, and it really was the same with Dennis. Yeah, you know, I've been in multiple businesses in the past, and she knows kind of my mindset. I will, I'll wander, he'll rein me in, and uh, you know, it's a good uh, combination. How did you guys? feel about the shift I mean I guess you're um, kind of already business owners I guess per se but how did you kind of make that shift from being PTs and working at at a clinic and then just going all out entrepreneurs launching your own business I mean how was that I, you know been there we've both been in business before uh, there wasn't much of a stretch I'd say if anything you know, it was the marketing end. Marketing in PT is different than market, marketing a retail product or a service-based, uh, uh, you know, product, I, I'd say, because it's still a product we're putting down at the end of the day. Um, so, you know, our marketing in the past was to doctors, was to referral sources. You know, now um, our product, you know, not many people are aware of it. Once they see it, they touch it then they like it, you know, and we, we do a job in the morning and it's getting extruded out of the machine and it's not stamped, it's not colored, it doesn't look decorative yet, but people love it, you know, and I love hearing when it comes out of the machine, they're like, that looks awesome. And my thought is if it looks great now, it's going to look better in a little while. So, you know, that's an easy, pleasing, easy customer to please because they're already happy with the, the rough product going down. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Were you a little nervous starting this or were, did you kind of I would say my nervousness would have been from the marketing side of it because um, I've always allowed my work to basically represent itself. In the PT world, you come to me, I'm going to treat you like a friend or a family member, I'm going to educate you, I'm going to give you all that, and, and basically referrals, word of mouth. You know, If you want a great therapist, you want somebody to work with, you need to go to see this particular gentleman. 
So for me, my business has always been, I've let my work do my marketing for itself. Obviously in this particular business, we have to go out initially and sell people on why they need to go with our product. The hope and intent is, is that once people know who we are and, and how valued not only our service is, but what we represent as individuals, it will get that snowball effect and then it'll be that same matter. People will just come to us simply because they know we're going to do right by them, we're going to provide a good service, and um, they're going to get a return on their investment. So how did you guys go about doing that? I mean, what was kind of, now that you, you're officially open for business, what's, the, what's step one? How did you guys go about client acquisition? Trade shows. Um, ah, know, home yes. garden shows, you know, once you can touch those clients, festivals, um, you know, real estate agents. Yeah. Um, we're working out a deal with a roofing company at this point in time who um, wants to sell the products and also provide them to his clients as he's, uh, as he put, as he's putting on new roofs, you know, as a, a thank you and a... Uh, it's a marketing tag for him, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. one of those mm -hmm. things where... You know, hey, where did you get that at? Well, I got a new roof and I got a boulder again, thanks to it as a result of this guy. And then everybody sees that, that becomes a talking point, which is a marketing tool for him. So it's a business model for us that we hope to reproduce in uh, different industries and things of that nature. Um, people always want um, you know, tenured gifts, they want wedding gifts, they want anniversary gifts, they want Christmas gifts. Ours is something, our product, the boulder side of it, is something that most people are never going to have unless they come through our unique product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I could, do you guys have a warehouse, or where where does all this magic happen? Where where do you guys do all this stuff? Where yeah, uh, we have a shop right down off of um, seventy seven exit seventy five in Rock Hill. Oh okay. So it is a uh, it is a shop. I mean, we we're fabricating concrete. We have a small. Uh, um, I wouldn't even call it a showroom, but a small retail space up front and all the magic happens in back. Is it just you two, or do you guys have a big team, or is it just kind of you guys? There's three of us. We have a young man that works with us that has been a, a great asset to, to come aboard with us. Um, you know, he's another young creative mind, so to speak. Um, so what's ironic about our business is we go out and do the quotes, we show up to do the jobs, and then we've had people say, you're the ones that's going to lay the order. <laughs> and it's like, yes, we're the yeah. business owners, we're the salesmen, we're the installers. You know, we want to be able to stand behind our product, which is really kind of unique because nobody expects that, you know, out of us. Um, we're away from our shop an awful lot because we're in customers' homes doing the work. So we're not at our shop on a consistent basis. We do have some stuff on the outside. We do have a little small inside area. Um, but then we have a, a workspace in the back that's where, as you would say, all the magic happens. Man, I love that. I mean, Brian and I are kind of the same way. We're like, it's just us. Like, we don't have uh, any assistants or uh, um, any clerical or admin people. And, you know, they, they'll call us or they'll, be, you know, they're like, it's, it's, it's you guys? It's, like, yeah, it's just us, man. Come on the, the podcast. You see how simple the podcast studio is. and uh, But it's a lot of fun. And, it, and you're right. If they're you know, it, it, it allows you to stand behind your work a lot better, you know. Um, some, of the, some of the bigger companies with crews and stuff, you know, you, you have your contact person and then somebody else is doing all the work and the work isn't... You, Communication. You go to the contact person, you're like, dude, my house looks like... He's like, well, that's not my fault. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to do this, this, and this, and let me, let me talk to my guys. And it's just like, no, I want to talk to the guys myself, you know. So um, that's really awesome, man. 
Um, all right, so you mentioned your showroom, or I think you said little showroom, <laughs> and uh, festivals and, and trade shows and all that stuff. So where where are some of these places that people can find your guys' product? We, we One of the big shows that we have done is like the Southern Ideal Home Show uh, or the Spring Home and Garden Show that we've done, which is kind of out of the Charlotte area. Uh, and ironically, we have to go to Charlotte sometimes to do some of these. We're looking for shows and festivals, uh, Christmasville, uh, Winter Wonderland, like at the uh, Springs uh, uh, and Springs Glows uh, Parkway. You know, those are other things. Uh, they can be TGK Festival, Fort Mill Strawberry Fest. So, you know, we're trying to be in as many of these little small town areas so that people can see us, feel the product, talk with us, and get an idea of what we're capable of. And we're also looking for people to reach out to us with ideas. I mean, there are so many events going on nowadays that we don't know what they all are. Yeah, no kidding. Somebody be like, are you and your brother going to have a booth at what, what you call it? I'm like, what? I don't even know what that is, man. What is it? So that's cool. All right, man. Well, let's take the last minute or so just to kind of take us home, remind us who you guys are, uh, what you guys do, how people can get in touch with you, and just kind of wrap it up and take us home. Yeah, so, um, you know, the, the main crux of our business is the, the border, the decorative border and concrete edging. Uh, Border Magic is a franchise, and we have that franchise as well as Boulder Designs. Um, our company here is Palmetto Proscapes. We're based out of Rock Hill, um, just off of 77, and uh, anyone can get in touch with us uh, via our email address, which is uh, palmettoproscapes at gmail.com, or um, phone number is 803-417-4749. You also can find us on Facebook with uh, Boulder Designs and Border Magic by Palmetto Proscapes. Look at some of the results of our products and uh, reach out to us and let us know what we can maybe help you with. I can say from personal experience, stalking your pages, the work on Facebook and on your on your page is pretty good stuff. I think uh, I think you guys will be interested in, in adding to your backyard space. Well, Dennis, Chris, thanks for coming on the Jones Zone. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much. Good to meet you. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening to the Jones Zone Podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next episode.